Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one here, uh, Liverpool versus Newcastle in the English Premier League. Early kickoff Saturday. Um, yes, it's been a while since Liverpool even played twelve thirty on a Saturday. I can't even remember when, but um, it was quite an important game. Obviously, mid during since the Leeds game, we've seen Leicester win. We've seen Tottenham win. We've seen um, even Everton win. We've seen even Everton win as well. Um, so it, it means the pressure for Liverpool to win, to keep up with all these teams. Oh, yeah, and, and Chelsea dropped points. Um, so the pressure to keep up with all these teams that have been either winning or dropping... Um, it, it's it's a chance for Liverpool to take advantage and take hold of it. Um, did Liverpool take hold of these chances? I'll get into that. Um, so what else has happened during the course of the week? Nothing new in terms of Liverpool news or European Super League. I already dropped an episode about how the uh, European League is set to be suspended. So tune check that episode if you want to hear my thoughts on the whole um spectacle around it but yeah um yeah let's just get straight into the lineup and i'll tell you my thoughts and feelings so uh, apologies on the background noise in fact let me sort that out now yeah so it should audio background should be a bit reduced so apologies about that so anyways the lineup for today's game in goal allison left back um robertson center backs Fabinho, Kabak, right back, Trent Alexander Arnold, you in the double pivot, Thiago, Genie, your front, uh, the three across, you had Sadio on the left, uh, Firmino, Sal on the right, and Jota up front. So in the four, so it was four two three one. It's a formation that I I I was happy to see because we know Thiago works well better in a double pivot than in a four three three formation. Um, all of the four, all of our four forwards starting as well um, means that yeah we we were looking to take the game to Newcastle for sure, um, but was Jota central was Salah out right out on the right all get into that and all that other stuff as well. So anyways, um, the game starts now and obviously as I mentioned Liverpool with the four two three one formation, um, they look ready and ready to go. Like intensity was there. And setting the president from the jump was key. And it, and it was definitely key because within three minutes, the first key moment happens. Sadio Mane on the ball. Um, he makes a dribble past the defender-ish. Um, then he crosses it with his left foot. And the ball is whipped in. It looks like it's going to fall to Firmino's head. Then a Newcastle player flicks the ball behind. But the ball's still in the air and kind of roaming inside the box. Salah, he's trying to shrug off the defender whilst the ball's coming down. Takes a touch of his right foot, turns, laces it with his left foot. Balls ripples the net into the top corner. 1-0 Liverpool. Salah on 20 goals um, for the third season for Liverpool. And he's the first Liverpool player to get 20-plus goals in... Uh, first Liverpool player ever in history. First Liverpool player in Premier League history to get 20 goals in three seasons or more. So, that shows the calibre of Salah. Um, and it makes you think, how does he score amazing chances? And then, the, the simpler chances he doesn't score. So, 
But yeah, I'm getting to all that as well. Um, but yeah, as soon as it was one 0 Liverpool were sustaining pressure well. Um, overwhelming Newcastle to the point where um, they were doing the deep block. So two bl- two blocks of five. Um, two blocks of five. Yeah, basically two blocks of five, and um, trying to. Um, stop any attacks on flowing. You saw Thiago thriving, looking comfortable um, in that double pivot with the passing, um, just being assured of himself, not losing, not having moments where he's making rash decisions. And even Firmino as well, who was coming off and making the passes tick. So that was flowing quite well. Um, the only problem with that four-two-three-one is because we'd have so much possession. Our, our defence will uh, create a high line. So the times that Newcastle did win the ball and they won the ball, uh, there will be periods where St. Saint, uh, Maximin would be dribbling past players like they did it, they weren't even there, essentially. And they and he was kind of creating attacks for Newcastle, and which led to a problem. It made Quebec draw an early foul on uh, St. Maximin and he got a yellow card after like 10 minutes in. Um, there was other moments where... Again, again, this diagonal ball. I spoke about it in the Real Madrid game, the Chelsea game, the Fulham game. This diagonal ball. Liverpool still can't deal with it to this day. Um, Shelby on the ball. It, it was very similar to how Tony Cruz had time on the ball. We decided to give John Joe Shelby time on the ball. Um, and, and again, Liverpool with this high line. A nice off-the-ball run happens from... Uh, Almiron, I believe, he finds a gap between um, Trent and, and, and I think it was Fabinho at the time. And it was a nice loop diagonal ball and it looked so casual. It looked way too easy for Newcastle to cut us open like that. And Almiron and Jolinton essentially getting away of each other and the chance amounts to nothing. But the fact that it was so cut open that easily it, it was ridiculous that should have not happened at all we should have never been put in a situation like that and you'd have thought that had been rectified um but yeah after that Liverpool again on the ball there was a time where Firmino dinks the ball over the top to Mohamed Salah Salah is in on goal one-on-one um he tries to shoot but he toe pokes it at goal toe pokes it straight at the keeper as opposed to Chipping it over or side footing it into the net. When you get when it Salah has time to think of how do I finish this, he bottles, he bottles, and Jota as well. Yeah, there was times we use on the ball. He tries to cut in his shoots, but it um yeah, there was a time where the ball was played into Jota. Um, he doesn't he doesn't place it properly. He shoots straight at the keeper as well, which is very frustrating to see. Um, and then there was another chance where. Um, Liverpool on the break, the front four um, counter-attacking, um, Salah finds himself in a situation, he passes the ball to Sadio Mane, all Mane has to do is hit the ball first time, pick a corner, it goes in, what does Sadio Mane choose to do, he tries to control the ball, then he tries to go around the keeper with the ball, and then he, and then he loses possession of the ball, and then, uh, and then there's another attack killed, and I wanted to slap the, the hell out of Sadio Mane for that, because why, what, this Sadio Mane decline, we have to speak about it, it is frightening how he doesn't, how his IQ has dropped hysterically. 
Hysterically bad. It's so bad that this is in Mane unrecognizable from the last season and the previous season before that. It's like something I, I, I cannot describe it. And and Liverpool should have at least been three to four goals up in that first half. It was quite sickening. Um and 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 yeah, and then after that, uh Newcastle could didn't really create much, but it was mainly Saint Maximin trying to be the creator, but he, he had no problems dribbling past our players, but he was surrounded by bad Newcastle players that they couldn't really do anything with the ball. Um and yeah, that was the first half really. We had about nine to ten attempts on goal. Four of them should have gone in. Newcastle only had two attempts on goal at best. Um, and that was the first half. And it was again, how many times have you seen Liverpool have all the possession, all the ball, but when it comes to the chances, they don't like, they're not ruthless enough with it. And it's just, it's sickening essentially. Um, second half starts now. And it's even worse, not just from Liverpool, but from Newcastle as well. Both teams are just hysterically bad, giving the ball away. Um, all the time, and the ball and, and and the game was so open from both sides. It was looking like an NBA match, um, in the first fifteen minute period, where if Liverpool won the ball, then lost it, then Newcastle would try to create something. And the, and I think it was because of the four two three one formation that um the gaps would be open because obviously for me, I was playing more as the CAM. Um, Thiago is doing defensive work. But Genie Wijnaldum, my God, he's playing football like he knows he's leaving Liverpool. So the incentive to to play next season isn't there. Um, it just isn't there. Um, yeah, and then we find ourselves we find ourselves in the debacle where Genie doesn't want to put in the extra yard to to cover up um, any gaps because. Um, all the attacks that were started, they were cutting from midfield quite easily. And then um, it forced Klopp to make a change. And then, yeah, Jota was giving the ball away and Firmino sometimes. And then Klopp realised, yeah, this 4-2-3-1 ain't working. we got to shore it up. Um, and don't get me wrong, this is not a Klopp... This was not Klopp's fault. The players should have put the game up to bed in the first half making it to make it 3-4-0 but the fact we couldn't make that happen and Newcastle were still finding themselves in spells of possession means that we now have to shore up against Newcastle and make this a 4-3-3 so Milner came on and Jota came off and it was back to the usual front three playing um, Milner, Genie and Thiago in midfield um, yeah Newcastle find themselves um Having to work harder to break us down, but they couldn't really do that, and it was still Liverpool on the ball. But um, yeah, there was another chance where I remember Salah had the ball. He cuts in, but he shoots with his. I don't know what he's trying to do. He tries to shoot near post. He got, nothing comes of it, and then Milner gets on the ball. There was a time where he tries to cross the ball sometimes, and then it was over hit as well. But it was just Liverpool constantly struggling to break down Newcastle, and he, and I was just thinking. We're going to pay for this. We're going to eventually pay. I don't think... There's been times where Liverpool get away with it. But um, I doubt it this time. And then, yeah, Jolinton came off. Um, Callum Wilson comes on. Dwight Gale comes on. They moved John Joe Shelby centre-back for some reason. Um, not sure why, but... Yeah, uh, in the last 10 minutes of the game, Thiago comes off. Um, Curtis Jones comes on. 
I was I I was uh, I was thinking. I I wasn't sure. I I mean I'm happy to see Coach Jones come on, but Thiago really had a good game. That he was the one keeping the ball on the wraps, and because you got Fabinho playing centre back, if you take Thiago off, essentially it's just a workhorse midfield, and the exception of a young Curtis Jones where. Um, he has not played any football since. I I can't even remember. Sheffield United has it been that long? Yeah, I don't think I don't I don't remember him coming on for Liverpool since February really. So it's been think about it since about about six weeks since Curtis Jones has played football. Um. So yeah, he comes on. He tries to make some stuff happen, but there was times where there were moments where, oh, Newcastle would have a corner, we'd clear it. Curtis Jones would have had the ball. His first touch, he gets it out of feet. His second touch, he gets it out of feet even more to the point where he's having to chase his own ball, and he's in a situation where he's had to stretch the ball to pass it to Salah, as a, as opposed to keeping the ball at the feet and wait for Salah to make the run so that you can make the right pass of it. And I think since Thiago came off, yes, we were more assured defensively, but on the ball, we just weren't looking after it enough. And that kind of played into Newcastle's hands as um, they were having more of the ball. And then um, 90th minute comes, um, a, a ball over the top. Callum Wilson finds himself in. Um, Kabak and Trent tries to put off Wilson. Um, Allison comes out of goal. He saves it. The ball ricochets onto Callum Wilson's arm. And then Wilson slots the ball in. 1-1 Newcastle, 90th minute. And I was thinking, yeah, they probably deserve it at the time. They deserve it because what uh, Liverpool should have put this game to bed. And you can't blame Jurgen Klopp for that. You blame the players for that. The players let themselves down. Um, and then VAR intervenes. They see the ball hit into the ball has hit Wilson's arm and the ball's and the and the goal's been disallowed. And then Liverpool bus case. But at that time I was thinking, I don't want these points. This feels disgusting. This the this the game feels disgusting, the sport. Why is that even a law that if a key, if the ball if you shoot, the keeper saves it, it comes off your arm, it's ball to it's literally Ball to arm, not even hand to ball. If it's hand to ball and you've tried to use your hand to gain a sporting advantage, fair enough. That's when it should be disallowed. But if you if it's tucked in and it's hit your arm and then it goes in, that should not be allowed at all. It should not be allowed at all. Um, why is that a rule? Wilson should have got his goal. And then, yeah, Liverpool find themselves, after that moment, still panicking. Um, they don't look after the ball. All, they, all you had is a minute and a half. A minute and a half left to see the game out. All you got to do is keep hold of possession. Don't rush with the ball. Don't panic on the ball. Um, but they find themselves panicking. Um, basically, another ball over the top. Um, Liverpool deep lines. Um... The first ball, headers one. Then the ball falls to Joe Willock. He controls it. Um, Fabinho, Kabak, um, dive as he shoots. The ball ricochet. It looked like the football, the ball was going straight at um, Fabinho. Straight at, sorry, straight at Alisson. But it comes off Fabinho and deflects and it passes um, Alisson. And it's 1-1 one, one, um, Newcastle. And you'd say justice has been served. Um, and as a Liverpool fan... 
I think Newcastle deserve it. Newcastle deserve the points. And it's disgusting because Liverpool should have put the game to bed in the first half. That was all on the attackers, I have to say. The, attack, the, defen- the attackers let the midfield and the defence down. Plain and simple. All these chances you should have put to bed, you don't put to bed. Um, and yeah, and, and, Liverpool, and Liverpool drop an important game. Liverpool dropped some important points. Um, and Liverpool could have found themselves in fourth as Chelsea play West Ham today. So what does this mean? Are Liverpool out of the top four race? Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't see a way back for Liverpool now. The next game now is Man United away. You're not getting three points at Man United. I can tell you that for free. That was the game where you'd say, okay, if Liverpool win at Newcastle and then um, will Liverpool beat Newcastle and get a draw to Man United, you'd say fair enough. But you draw to New- Newcastle, you don't deserve the points. You don't deserve the points. Um, and yeah, and it's a shambolic performance. I don't blame Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen Klopp had the lineup spot on, had the formation spot on. The players let him down. Salah let him down. Mane let him down even more. Jota let him down. Firmino done what he could, linking up with the player to create the chances. Um... Wijnaldum, I don't, I don't know why we keep giving him 90 minutes if we know he ain't going to sign this contract. He has lost a yard of pace. He takes too many touches to keep, keep the ball ticking. Thiago, when he came off, that's when Liverpool kind of lost possession, really. Um, Milner came on, he had some kind of moments, but he's 36 years old. Why are we still playing him? And this is the reasons why Liverpool end up in, are going to end up in the Europa League. And playing Fabinho centre-back again, um, it's, it works for most of the game, sure. Um, but overall, it just shows that Fabinho's needed in midfield because he's not a centre-back. How many times are we going to keep playing Fabinho centre-back um, if, we know he's, he, if, if we know he behaves like a midfielder, CDM? Um, and why do we play Ben Davis then? That means Ben Davis must be terrible if you don't have any trust in... Um, don't have any trust in him to play. So, yeah, Liverpool, to me, it's a 15% chance we make top four now. Um, it's very sad. It's very sad. But we definitely didn't deserve to win. You have 22 attempts on goal. You only get the one goal. The rest of your chance are clear-cut chances. You don't want to score them. Well, that's fine. The footballing gods say, fair enough, I hear you on that one. And then you bottle the points. So, yeah, fair play to Newcastle. Newcastle deserved to win that game. Uh, I mean, draw that game. Um, no, no complaints, really. And Klopp felt disgusted. He absolutely felt disgusted. And I would feel disgusted too. Because how do you end up in a situation where you can't make the most out of it? And VAR even tried to help you and you still bottle it. But I'm glad the justice was done because... Newcastle deserved a draw out of that. And yeah, that's it now. Um, bit of, not even bittersweet, just disgusted. It, it's been the theme of the season. You've seen that so many times throughout the season. You have all the ball, all the possession in the first half, but you fail to be constantly ruthless with it. And it just makes you think, what the fuck have you been doing in training? Are you doing rondos? Are you not finishing enough with ruthless? Like, what, what's going on? The forwards have let the forwards have let the the team down today, 
And this game should have been put to bed. And now top four is essentially out of our hands. If it's Thursday, Sunday football, we're not going to win the Premier League next season. Um, no team has ever won the Premier League while struggling Europa League football. Uh, and so it means next season, top f- Man City probably going to go back to back. Um, essentially. And no one ever challenges Man City for the Premier League title. Maybe Chelsea will next season. I don't know. It will be interesting to see. But yeah, points dropped and it's deserved. So thanks Liverpool for ruining my weekend. Um, yeah, the next game, Man United away. I don't expect... I don't... If we win at Man United away and other results come into our hand, then maybe, maybe it's in our hands. But we're not going to beat Man United. I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid. That was a game where you had to win. And the Man United game, you'd say, oh, I'll take a draw. But yeah, Europa League confirmed. You know, we haven't won at Man United since 2014. And, and we played them in the FA Cup and we still lost that time. So, yeah, that's it really. That's football for you. Thursday, Sunday football it is. Um, unless we unless we beat Man United, which is ain't which ain't gonna happen. So yeah, um, depressing. And boy, to summarize, next season you definitely have to sell one of the front three. Either Firmino or Mane. If it, if it's me, I'd say Mane. You have to bring in that top class striker. That top class, I I know, Haaland and Mbappe. How do you persuade them to say, listen, we are in the Europa League. I know you're not a Europa League player. I know. But the vision from now, think of the vision, think of the team that we can build around you and and, and work to something like that. And it means you're going to have to pay extra to convince them to play Europa League football. But... Yeah, it, that, that's it really. It's either Haaland Mbappe, which and it, that's very slim chance of happening. If that doesn't happen, probably Patson Dakar, or you take a chance with somebody else. I don't know. Um, yeah, and yeah, we definitely need a new midfielder. Genie Ronaldo's days are done. I would like I would like um Awa from Leon. Um, if we can get him, that'd be brilliant. Um. And yeah, it seems like we're going to get Konate, um, and it'll be him and Van Dijk next season. And maybe we get Kabak as well um, to be a backup centre-back. Um, yeah. And yeah, really, it's a, it's a shit, what a shit Premier League season. Um, huh. Yeah, oh yeah, I know, man. Watching that game has made me so miserable. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to LSU reactions. Points dropped again. What can you say? Um, feel sorry for Jurgen Klopp, really. But yeah, if you guys enjoyed this episode or mini rant, whatever you want to call it, um, just like and follow, and share to all your friends if you if they're LSU fans as well. So yeah, tune in next time, man. All the best.